Hi, friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nandi. I was saying Nandi Camille for the longest time. It's my first and my middle name, um, but it actually sounds kind of funny to say it that way. I was listening to a, a, a interview with Anne Hathaway. She's one of my favorite actresses, actually, ever since, uh, what is it, Princess Diaries? Um, she was doing an interview with, not Jimmy Kimmel, who's the other one. She was doing a late night interview. And actually, she goes by Annie. And she was telling a story of how when she became an actress, she put, I believe, on her SAG card, Anne Hathaway, her first and her last name. And she didn't realize that ever since then or from then on, that's the way that she would be perceived in the public eye. So she actually would prefer to go by Annie, which is interesting. And it actually made me think when I started my business, I did the same thing. I was like, I'm just going to have my name. My nickname is actually Nani. You drop the D. Um, and I love when my friends and family call me Nani. Uh, and then also like Nandi Camille just sounds formal. Never in my life have my parents ever called me that. So just just call me Nandi. All right, you guys. Last week what we talked about was uh, beliefs that kill. Beliefs that kill. It doesn't even matter. Such a good one because it happens all the time. We believe that all the time. Way often, I should way more often my life and the lives of my clients and we wish to and we want to and it's when we can increase that mindfulness when we can start to watch our brains start to notice what's going on that we can make that change right and so I'm we're going to unpack a second one today the second one that we're unpacking today is I'm not blank enough and the reason why I want to unpack these is because I really do think it's going to help you all set yourselves up for success in 2021 as you are mo- moving to- towards your goals I can talk As you are moving towards your goals, as you are creating goals, as you are setting intentions, as you are painting the picture of what you want your lifestyle design to look like in 2021, your lifestyle in general, right? You're going to bump up against doubts. You're going to bump up against naysayers. You're going to bump up. Anytime we show up for ourselves fully, it's just going to happen. And it may be our inner critic. It might just be our own voice in our head. But chances are, if you're a human being in the world, you're going to bump up against this, right? Our lives are 50-50. So the thought, I am not blank enough. I love this thought. I don't like to have it, but I love using this thought as, as an example because it's a pretty universal one. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not businessy enough. I'm not savvy enough. I don't have a Instagram boyfriend. I can't take photos like that. I don't have a house that has nice backgrounds. I can't take videos like that. Right? All that. All that. I'm not blank enough. Again, when... We think these thoughts, right? If you're following what one of my coaches calls uh, the models that she's created at Burkitsio, it all starts with the circumstances in the world that are pretty neutral. Not pretty neutral. They are neutral, right? Your job, neutral. Your partner, neutral. Your business, neutral. It's our thoughts about it that create the way that we feel. So when you are thinking about your business, your business within itself is neutral. It's your thoughts about it. I am not signing enough clients that make you feel crappy, right? If that's the thought process, I'm not signing enough clients, I'm not busy enough as a coach, then you're 
feeling is, less than, hopeless, doubtful, notice that. Notice how it makes you feel. And one of the like kind of reverse hacks that I love to use is that if I notice that the thought that I'm thinking, I'm not signing enough clients, or I don't sign enough clients, or whatever the thought is, that makes me then feel bad, right? I notice, okay, well, how's that thought making me feel bad, hopeless, beat up, whatever. I notice the thought. I notice how it makes me feel. And then I ask myself, how would I like to feel instead? What do I want to feel? How do I want to engage with my life? How do I want to engage with the world? How do I want to feel? Do I want to feel peaceful? Do I want to feel excited? Do I want to feel aggravated? Probably don't want to feel aggravated, but maybe you do. I think that's another thing that I want to take a beat on for a second. You don't have to rush out of negative emotion. If you feel frustrated, if you feel aggravated, and you need to be there for a minute or two or five, then be there. Part of what causes a lot of the dissonance in our life is us trying to rush out of, quote, negative emotion. Us trying to rush out of the phase where our heart is broken. Us trying to rush out of the phase where we hosted the event and nobody showed up. We're just trying to rush on to better feeling emotions, right? When, when we can sit with it for a second, Right? When I had that moment of consciousness at that no-show event, I had a moment there. Okay, no one's here. I feel kind of crappy because this was kind of the worst-case scenario. And here we are. Here it is. I made an event and no one showed up. Okay, cool. How do I feel? Kind of crappy. But it was me allowing that emotion that then allowed me to move beyond it. Had I sat in, it was the basement of this beautiful boutique uh, that's here in Denver. Basement of this beautiful boutique, had I sat there wallowing by myself in that basement, no one's here, I did all of this work. Y'all, I printed out posters at Office Mac. They were nice posters. <laughs> I posted about it, I put it on Eventbrite, like, come to this limiting beliefs workshop. I'll teach you how to rewrite your limiting beliefs. No one showed up. It was me allowing that emotion of frustration that then allowed me to move on to the next thing. I'm feeling frustrated. I want to feel empowered. I want to walk away from today feeling proud of myself. It then gave me the idea to walk upstairs. There was a person in the lobby. I approached that person. I invited them to just come and coach with me. It worked out beautifully and serendipitously. And again, like I told the story, they became my first client. But that's why I love that story so much because there's so many pieces of it that we can break apart. Our lives are filled with so many little moments like this. And this is why I really love the practice of mindfulness and really teach it with my clients. It's in these little moments where you think the thought, I'm not blank enough. Because here's the thing, it's going to show up if you're doing body work. Or if you're familiar with your body, I'll say instead. I don't want to say if you're doing body work, it's like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I need to be doing this other thing. Don't worry about it. If you don't know what I'm talking about. It's literally just using your body as, a, as an intuitive tool. So our bodies will pick up on how we're feeling before... Um, so subconsciously, a thought comes up, right? It's not conscious to you. Your body will pick up on that subconscious thought and you will react. And so that's what I say, body work. 
So if you have the thought like, I'm not blank enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not business savvy enough, I'm not rich enough, whatever it is, your physical body is is going to pick up on that before you even consciously like think about it, which is crazy. But what I want to, I'm like, why did I even bring that up? Because it's such a huge tool for me. That's such a huge tool for me. I'll have to talk about that on another podcast episode. But using my body as an intuitive tool for my decision making is huge. Before we can even get that close to knowing our bodies that well, that we can key into it when it keys into our subconscious thoughts, we have to increase our mindfulness for what is, for what we're feeling. So the reasons why, I'm shifting gears a little bit here, why I don't want you to keep this thought on replay, I'm not blank enough, reason why we're talking about it is because this thought will keep you stuck. If you think the thought, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm not smart enough, you are telling the universe, you're telling yourself, I don't have the tools necessary to create the reality that I want to create. In a moment like that, that's what you're saying. I'm not pretty enough. I don't have the tools or the resources to create what I want to create. Whether, again, right, if you're saying I'm not pretty enough, who knows what that's in relation to, right? That could be a partner. That could be how you show up on social media. That could just be how you're, like, walking around. I had so many people, for those of you who have never seen me, don't follow me on Instagram, anything like that. My hair, I just recently, last, like, uh, summer, fall, <laughs> shave the sides, dyed it blonde. I am a natural dark, dark brunette. Uh, my whole life people have told me that my hair is black, even though I told them it's dark brown. Um, so I have very dark hair. I dyed it blonde, shaved the sides. Had <laughs> I have had so many people tell me I could never do that. I could never do that. Nobody's ever said to my face, like, I'm not pretty enough. I don't have, like, most people will just say, like, I don't have the face for that. I can't do that. All right, then you can't. That's how that works, you guys. That's exactly how it works. I believe it is a Ford quote um, that he says, whether you believe you can or you cannot, you're right. So when you think the thought, I am not blank enough, I am not pretty enough, while it's not inherently true, right, but whether or not, whatever you believe is what you believe and that's what's going to be the result that you create. If you walk around saying, not rich enough to start a thriving business because that means I have to invest in a coach and I have to invest in this course and I have to do all this stuff. First, again, notice how that feels in your body as I'm like saying all of that. If that's you, how does that feel in your body? We're going to start this body work conversation now. (laughs) I'm going to do a whole episode on it, but we're starting it now. How does it feel in your body? Really? Does it feel expansive? Does it make you contract? How does it feel in your body? When you say, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not enough. How does it feel? Keeps you stuck, right? Again, you will find evidence for what you believe. I'm not rich enough. You'll find evidence for it. I'm not business savvy enough. You'll find evidence for it. I'm not skinny enough. You'll find evidence for it. That's what you're going to do. Your brain is going to go to work. Our brains are machines. It's going to go to work to find evidence for what you're trying to prove. Why are you trying to prove yourself wrong? Have you ever stopped and thought about that? When you are in a spiral, a downward spiral, it's never going to happen and the clients are never going to come and I'm never going to be the business that I want to be and I'm never going to have the lifestyle that I want and I'm never going to meet the partner, I'm never going to have kids. 
I've been there, y'all. That is not me taking, that is not me making fun of anybody. And when I say I've been there, probably like this past weekend happens. Life is 50-50. Right? But when you're in that space, when you're in that downward spiral, notice how that feels in your body. Notice that you're creating evidence for it. You're going to be looking for evidence for it. And you, again, like I said on the last episode, that option is always there. That is always an option. You can subscribe to I'm Not Good Enough. Absolutely. Hit subscribe to that thought. Go for it. Is it working? Is it serving you? Is it making you feel better? Check in. It's your choice. It's your one precious life. Okay? This is scarce thinking. This is a scarce mindset. This mind that says, I'm not good, pretty smart, wealthy enough, tall enough, is going to keep you stuck. I want to sugarcoat that and be like, but it may not. (laughs) No. If you're walking around living that way, you're living, I don't know, for me, inhibited. I just made that up. That's why I said I don't know before. I was like, what do I want to call this? You're living inhibited. I'm not good enough. What if you believe that you were? Let's completely flip the script. Let's get into, see, this is where it's a little bit of a debate. So you have the scarce mindset. That's a scarcity mindset. That means you are operating out of fear. You are finding evidence for scarcity, right? And what I've preached in the past or what I've taught about in the past is the opposite of that, which is an abundance energy, right? Scarce mindset, abundance mindset. I'm listening to Daring Greatly by Brene Brown right now, and she actually talks about a content mindset. So I'm going to play with both of those interchangeably because I, I, I hear what she's saying and I totally vibrate with it. Um, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit. So when you think about abundance mindset, the way that I've always taught it is from a place of overflow, overflowing joy, overflowing abundance, right? But I've always kept in mind the 50-50. Now, when I was reading, reading Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, she says that, you know, she quotes this whole industry, we do a lot of scarcity versus abundance. And she says, let's not move it into abundance because that gets people into this space of like, I have to be overflowing with joy all of the time. Let's get into a space of contentment that we are happy and content with our lives as they are, right? So instead of, it's still the same verbiage. Scarce is, I can't, I won't, I never will. It's too big. They're too awesome and I'm not, right? These are all thoughts that kill. They're scarce thoughts. They keep you small, they're out of fear. Now what Brene preaches and what I, that word even feels triggering, preaches, teaches, whatever feels best for you. Take what sticks to you, leave the rest. So what Brene teaches and what I teach is, more so of I can, or I might, how do I want to phrase this? So if you're thinking I'm not pretty enough and you want to believe that you're beautiful, again, like we talked about last week, sometimes thought jumping like that is feels difficult when you want to go, when you've been practicing for a really long time, I'm not pretty enough. And that's become your, your internal, uh, sort of verbiage, right? I'm not confident enough. I'm not outgoing enough. If you've been practicing that, you're showing up with that energy, finding evidence for it. The abundance mindset, the content mindset says, I am enough, period. I am enough as I am where I am, how I am. I am enough. And if I'm confused about something, I can go and get a book. 
And if I have questions about something, I can ask somebody. And if I don't have all of the steps, I'm willing to have my own back and show up even with fear being there with me. That's what the abundance content mindset says. I got this. I got this. I got this. I don't know how. We let go of the how. The abundance content mindset says, I got this. I don't need to know all of the steps because I got my own back. I know I'm a person that figures it out. I know I'm a person that, you know what, I might not have all the answers, but I know how to figure out a solution. I know how to be creative. I know how to look at this from different angles. I know how to walk outside of the box, get out of the box. The box says, I am not enough. I'm climbing out of that box. I'm going to kick that box. I'm more than enough. I trust myself, and I have everything I need to be successful. Honor your inner. Honor that part of you that has dreams and feels expansive and is hopeful. Honor that part of you. And this isn't about shunning the other part of you that's like, oh, is that really going to happen? In my coaching, I call Lucinda. Lucinda is my inner critic. She's a chain-smoking old lady. She's very wrinkly, and she wears this beautiful emerald robe. I have a whole thing for her in my brain. And this is how she sounds. I want you to, like, picture her with me, right? She's, like, got her cigarette. I think that's gonna work. That's so stupid. Mm, that's a dumb idea. I remember when you tried that last time. How did that go? Right? How does your inner critic sound? Maybe it sounds like your mom. Maybe it sounds like that one girl in high school. Maybe it sounds like you. <laughs> Today, we give it up. We hand it over. We let go of the lie that says, I am not blank enough. We step fully into our abundance. We step fully into who we are called to be. The amazing queen that you are. I don't care if you have a business or you don't. You are the boss of your life. Show up as such. Write the script your way. Practice thoughts on purpose that serve you. No more of this, I am not blank enough. We're not practicing that anymore. Let it go. It's not serving you. It's not helping you. Feel the feelings. Feel all your feelings. Don't judge yourself. Let it go. You trust yourself and you're exactly where you need to be successful. Define success for yourself. Shift it over to that abundance mindset, my friend. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. Nothing is lacking. Nothing is missing. Notice your body when you think thoughts that are scarce. We're going to talk about body work some more. Just start to, as a, as a basic note, notice when you feel expansive. Notice when you feel like you're contracting, like states of matter. When we're frustrated, when we are doubtful, when we're hopeless, we feel very tight. When we feel isolated, these are all very low-level energies low-level emotions, we feel very tight. I call this the brick wall state, right? Just because like in states of matter, phases of matter, those molecules are really, really tight together. They're compact. You get into that liquid state, right? That's where we can own the emotion. I feel frustrated. I'm not going to make that mean anything about me. Nothing has gone wrong here because I'm frustrated. Nothing has gone wrong here because I've been practicing for 
the past 10 years of my life, I'm not thin enough. I don't have enough money. I don't care that I've been practicing that for 10 years. Today and right now, I've decided that I'm enough. And it's uncomfortable for me to think that thought because it's a brand new thought. Don't be afraid by the discomfort, my friends. When you think new thoughts, you're going to feel uncomfortable. Our, our It's called cognitive dissonance, right? We have practiced certain things for a really long time. That creates our neural pathways. When you're trying to rewrite neural pathways, you're creating cognitive dissonance because it's like you're literally breaking down this highway that's been built in your brain neurologically and building a new one. It's uncomfortable. It's just like when they put all those cones on the highway, when they're expanding the highway, but they got to shut it down for a little bit, right? You have to drive in these two lanes and it's uncomfortable and it's annoying, but you know that in like three months, you're going to have this beautiful five-lane highway where everything's going to be moving, right? That's kind of how it works you guys especially have you ever meditated right where you're sitting and you're meditating and your brain is like and it's going all over the place and you're trying you're trying to focus you're trying to focus and then all of a sudden you're there and you're relaxed and you're letting your thoughts go in and out allow 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 be with yourself every moment just be with yourself. If nothing else, if you didn't get anything else from this podcast, first of all, I just need you to know you're enough. I need you to get that from this podcast episode. <laughs> that's that's what I really want you to take home. You're enough. You're enough. You're so enough. And then as you start to work on your mindfulness, just notice your thoughts. Notice how it interacts with your body. Notice when you feel expansive. Notice when you contract Notice when you feel your best. Notice when you're in flow. Just notice. Step one of mindfulness is just noticing. Before we do any of the rewriting, before we do any of the changing, don't try to change before you're with it. Because then you're just shoving it down. Don't shove it down. Be with it. I know it's uncomfortable. It's totally counterintuitive. Our logical brains don't want to do any of this. And that's what coaches are for, you guys. Hello. Your logical brain does not want to do this. Your logical brain does not want to feel the feelings because what does it do? It triggers your fight or flight response. Your logical brain feels more comfortable thinking the thought I am not enough because it has evidence for it. It has had evidence for it and so it's an uncomfortable thought but it's comfortable in that you know it and you know it well. And that's why I say it's always a choice. You know those people that have been working the same job for years and years and years, hate their job. Years and years and years and years and years. Hate their job, hate their job, hate their job. Keep working there. It's always a choice. Nobody's making them work there. They're choosing to work there every single day, even though they're miserable. Right? It's always a choice. You're doing the same thing when you think, I'm not pretty smart, tall, blah, 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 enough. You're doing the same thing. Staying in a thought loop. That's familiar to you, but doesn't serve you, doesn't push you along, doesn't get you out of that same place, keeps you where you are. That is always a choice. It's always a choice. And yes, the choice to step into abundance can feel uncomfortable. Yes, the choice to let go of I'm not enough and step into I'm 100% enough is uncomfortable. Right? Because then the brain says, well, do you think that you're too good for people now then? Do you think that people are going to think that you're too good for them now? Right? All the craziness in our brains. 
But again, that's what coaches are for. That's what I'm here for, to help guide you through this, to help you navigate this, to catch those thoughts that are flying in the background that you aren't catching. It's my favorite thing to do, listening in for those subconscious thoughts and helping you rewrite them. I really hope that this podcast episode served you guys. I hope that you got something from it. I hope that you enjoyed it. I would love an email, hello at nandicamille.com. I would love your thoughts on the thought of I'm not blank enough, right? What is the thought that you struggle with the most? Was there one on here that resonated with you? Was there one that you would like me to talk about more? Was there a step in within this process that you want me to talk about and expound upon? We're going to talk about body work for sure, for sure. We're going to do some exercises in the area. I'm really excited about that. But if you ever have any questions, you guys, someone reach out to me asking about um, dealing with being fired from their job. And I talk about some of these things on Instagram, but I would really love if you ever have a request or anything that you'd like to be spoken about on the podcast, I would love an email. Hello at nandicamille.com. I love pouring into you all. I love talking about mindset, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, being with our emotions, rewriting limiting beliefs, all of it. Because again, we have one precious life, right? I have one precious life. I have all of this energy. What do I want to do with it? For me, I want to learn about myself. I want to teach people about themselves. I want to bring people home to themselves. That's what I've chosen to do with my one precious life in this season. And it may change. That's okay. But for now and for today, I had so much fun talking to you guys about the second thought that kills or belief that kills. And that is I am not blank enough. But today we trade that in. I just want you to like energetically, if you're spiritual, hand that off to God, hand that off to your angels. I don't want this anymore. You can have it. I don't want to take care of it. I want nothing to do with it. Sometimes when there's an old still belief that I just don't want anything to do with anymore, I just give it to God. I really do hand it over. Like you can have this. I am done. I am done with this thought. Done with it. I am giving it to you. And I really do step into that energy and belief that it's being taken from me. It is being taken from me because it's not mine and it doesn't serve me anymore. All right, y'all. I'm going to talk forever. I hope you're doing so well. Reach out if you need anything. Learn more about private coaching at nandicamille.com. I'll see you so soon. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. I would love for you to come and join me in Queen and Spirit. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.